Hello everyone, welcome to the Mindful Travel Experience, the place where we get to visit incredible locations all around the world using visualization meditation. These meditations are created by me traveling to these beautiful spots, becoming as mindful as I can in that moment and journaling down every single detail around me. My name is Jifko and today I'll be taking you on a boat ride through the Kairong floating market on the Mekong Delta River in Vietnam. As usual, I want to introduce the place we're going to in order to further enhance the visualization portion of the meditation. The Mekong River is the longest river of Southeast Asia. I was blown away when I looked at its length on the world map. It begins in the cold and snowy region of the Tibetan Himalayas and travels through multiple countries, including China, Myanmar, Laos, Thailand, Cambodia, and Vietnam. And finally, it empties out all the way in the South China Sea. It travels about 4,500 kilometers from its source. And if you compare that to the USA, that's actually traveling from the east to the west coast. So you can really picture how long that river is. For a very long period of time, people living around the river have depended on its water supply for sanitation, cooking, irrigation, as well as transportation. Over 60 million people today depend on the Mekong for their primary source of income. Whether it be fishing or agriculture, this makes it essential for the livelihood of so many people in all of these countries. What's interesting about this river is that it's actually split into two parts, being the upper and lower Mekong regions. The upper is full of untouched mountains and jungles. And completely contrast to the upper side, the lower Mekong is filled with active local life, including the colorful floating markets which we'll be exploring through today. So you might be asking, what is a floating market? Well, it's actually a place, usually on a river or lake, where local people sell goods from their boats. And because of the high temperatures during the day, these floating markets usually occur very early in the morning. For example, the Kairong floating market where we will be going to today it starts at 4 a.m. in the morning. The floating markets were developed because in the past, land transportation and road systems were not so developed. Therefore, boats and ships were used as common vehicles to go around the neighborhood. There are many floating markets to choose from, but the biggest one and the most impressive is Kairong. With all that being said, let us move on to the warm-up meditation. Today's meditation will be a bit different from the past two episodes. Actually, over the next few episodes, we'll be exploring a few different ways to strengthen the capacity of mindfulness, the ability to be fully here just with what's happening in the moment. First one was a still image with gentle background noise. Then it was a flowing waterfall with a loud noise to practice using sound as a way to be mindful. For today, we'll be exploring how to do that by feeling your body. And since you're on a moving river, you'll be in motion, hearing all sorts of different sounds, and be examining objects coming and going from the picture. Sometimes in life you could be surrounded by so much beauty, yet be blind to it all because all your attention is going towards thoughts or daydreaming. I know this one all too well because I faced this challenge many, many times. During this river trip in particular, I remember being in the boat thinking endlessly about my schedule. 
I was planning what to do tomorrow, the next week, what I did yesterday, and how I even got here. Then after a while, I caught myself being lost in thought. I took a couple deep breaths, making sure to follow each one through from beginning to end. Then I switched my attention to the sounds, to smells, and finally to all the visuals in front of me. Then there I was, finally realizing all the beauty and culture around me. And from that moment on, I truly appreciated where I was and the real experience had finally begun. Being mindful doesn't require you to be sitting or meditating. It can be applied anywhere you are and at any point of your day. Sometimes, even when you're in that state of mindfulness at a place you pass through often, such as your commute to work, you may notice small details of beauty that never caught your attention before. Practicing it consistently throughout your day, in my opinion, can make life become so much more brighter. Okay, and now let's begin the warm-up meditation. We can begin by sitting comfortably. Find a posture that feels relaxed yet alert. Your eyes can be opened or closed. If you keep your eyes opened, I encourage you to pick a point two or three feet in front of you and allow your gaze to be soft and unfocused. Let's start by taking a few deep breaths, just to get here and set aside anything else that has been happening. As you sit, see if you can bring your attention to the feeling of contact between your bottom and the chair or cushion or floor. What does it feel like? Perhaps there's just a sensation of touching. There might be some pressure or hardness. Take some time to just fully feel what it's like there. You might feel a sense of weight or how the body naturally exerts a downward force. See if you can allow your attention to settle or gather just around the simple experience of weight. You might feel this in other parts of your body, perhaps in your arms or legs or in the torso. It might even be a sense of the whole body sitting. We're not thinking about it. We're not imagining it or picturing it. We're feeling it and experiencing it directly.
who lets you know right now that your body is sitting. Bring the steady patient awareness to feeling the sensations of your body sitting. The sense of weight, the mass, the heaviness of the body. It might only last for a moment or two, and that's fine. That's how we build mindfulness, bringing your attention back again and again, and seeing if we can allow it to rest in the simple experience of feeling the body's weight, connecting with the sense of gravity in the body. If you notice the mind has wandered, in that moment you are already mindful. You've noticed, awareness has returned. That means the meditation is working. So appreciate that the meditation is happening and feel the body sitting. And let's slowly move on to the visualization portion of the meditation. Picture yourself sitting on a small rowing boat. You had just gotten in the boat and still docked near the land. It's just you and a local Vietnamese man who agreed to give you a tour of the Kai Rang floating market on his boat for a small fee. It's four in the morning and dark all around you. It's warm yet cool at the same time due to the lack of sunlight. You can hear roosters crowing in all directions. And you yourself are still in the process of waking up after forcing yourself awake at this early hour. Before you know it, the man pushes off the land with his oar, and the tour was on its way. The day starts to get a little brighter, reminding you that soon there will be a sunrise. As you're doing your best to make sense of everything going on around you, you notice another boat coming towards you with a man yelling. Coffee, coffee. Almost as if you read your mind and knew what you were in need of. After happily accepting, the vendor maneuvers their boat right next to yours and begins to prepare the beverage. And to your delight, you're handed a Vietnamese egg coffee served in a small plastic cup. It's sweet, creamy, and has a bit of froth on the top. It gives you the much needed caffeine buzz to further wake you up. You continue out into the river 
leaving the lights of the small city behind you. There are silhouettes of other boats in the river, each one with people actively working on, a, on some task. The sun is now starting to rise behind the horizon. The color of the sky begins to change every few minutes as it rises higher. From light blue to pink, yellow, orange, being a truly beautiful way to start the day. You can see more boats and people beginning to appear in the river. There are large barges filled with all sorts of different fruits. The smaller boats are gathering around them, buying the produce in large quantities for their own sale. You notice how swift every person is performing, displaying all their years of experience. One person is on the large boat, tossing heavy watermelons to the other in the small boat. No breaks just fast movements in order to make it in time for the market. As we venture further into the river, the quiet stillness of the early morning had quickly transformed to bustling noise coming from all directions. It wasn't just a coffee vendor anymore. There were boats offering hot soups, soft drinks, and even banh mi sandwiches, all of them promoting their products simply by yelling it out. We now leave the area of boats selling ready foods and drinks and enter a place that amazes you right away. It's the fruit market. And the abundance of fruits and vegetables here is extremely impressive. Something that you notice is that each boat has a tall flagpole, but instead of there being a flag attached to it, there are fruits hanging from it. It's a way for the vendors to advertise what produce was being sold there. Pineapples, bananas, pumpkins, watermelons, a variety of greens, you see it all. You take a quick second to take a couple of deep breaths in order to keep you locked into the present moment. And right after, get back to examining everything going on around you. Suddenly, the driver stops at a boat filled with pineapples. He hands you a beautifully cut pineapple on a stick this treat to you. As you bite into the fruit, its cold burst of juice gives you a satisfying shoulder of rejuvenation. You can right away taste its freshness by its sweet, fruity taste and bright yellow color. Can't help but give all of your attention to simply enjoying every single bite of this pineapple. We continue the adventure 
through the market, now leaving the fruit vegetables and entering what seems to be a restaurant area. There are many restaurants with food menus right along the water. Other boats are stopping and being served trays of food right onto their boats. We, however, continue moving past all of this, satisfied by the pineapple we had earlier. We begin to enter an area that really grabs your attention. It's a residential area where people are living in small houses built from wood and scrap metal. These houses are literally standing on stilts right on the edge of the river. As we pass by these houses, you see everything coming to life. People are waking up, washing themselves, preparing food, meditating, just like our own everyday life. But instead, it's outside and in the open and along the river. Every family here seems to have their own boat. You can see kids leaving to school with their backpacks on these boats, vendors delivering food to the houses. It really is the same daily rituals as a lot of us, but in a completely different environment. Nevertheless, these people are living in very poor conditions. They don't have access to clean water, You watch with sadness as they dump buckets of waste into the river only to collect the same water right after which has probably been reused multiple times. Another big issue that you notice is that there's garbage everywhere. It looks like most of the disposed garbage just floats onto the side of the river and piles up next to these houses. In this moment, you take some time to think. The people living here near these markets accept poverty as being part of their daily life. However, it doesn't stop them from feeling happy and smiling. As you watch them waving to you with smiles on their faces, you can't help but smile back. You're reminded to appreciate some of the necessities you have back home such as electricity, clean water, and even a sewage system. It's very easy to forget at times to be grateful about what we have in our lives. You tell yourself about the importance of incorporating a gratitude practice in your daily ritual and how it can bring so much fulfillment into our lives. these thoughts coming to an end, you take another deep breath and snap back into the now. The boat starts to slow down and turns into a side canal off the river. We're now entering a whole new territory that is completely unexpected considering where we just were. 
The sound has disappeared. It's quiet. You hear birds and insects. There are trees growing from both sides of the river, forming a natural leaf roof over you, providing you with shade to cool down. The driver stops on the side and insists that you close your eyes and take in the tranquility around you. We take this opportunity to do some breathing meditation and bathe in the present moment. With this, we can end the visualization, gently bringing our attention back to our bodies, to ourselves sitting, the point of contact we are making with the surface. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes and look at the world around you. Well guys, I hope you enjoyed that meditation and were able to see the location as accurately as possible. If you found yourself constantly being lost in thought and losing focus, that's completely normal and okay. The more you do these meditations, the better you'll get at traveling to these spots. Just like everything in life, practice makes perfect. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune into the Mindful Travel Experience. Most importantly, don't forget to thank yourselves for showing up today to nurture your mind and soul with this meditation. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the podcast so you can continue traveling with me on a weekly basis to more amazing places around the world. I'm very excited to go on these journeys with you all. You can also check us out online at themindfultravelexperience.com. There you will find travel stories, tips, and guides. There's also articles related to a study of happiness. See you again soon, and remember to stay mindful, my friends.